Thank you for tuning in to Prodigal's Orthodox, a podcast sponsored by Prodigal Son Eastern Catholic Church, an inclusive and independent Eastern Catholic parish under the Omophorion of Ioannis Gregorios, the Metropolitan of the Eastern Rite Connection of the Convergent Christian Communion. Please join together with me as we start this podcast in a time of prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Most Holy Theotokos, save us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever, and into the ages of ages. Amen. That's kind of a special thing. 
I know that our Protestant brothers and sisters have fear of being pagan. That's why our icons scare them. That's why our statues scare them. That's why our incense and lighting candles as we pray scares them. But everything we do comes from the Gospels or from the Old Testament. Let, may my prayers rise up like incense. The Bible. Uh, the Bible talks about lighting candles. In fact, the Bible and, and, and the Gospels use candles as a euphemism for the light of Christ. So how dare we feel that we need to light a candle to remind ourselves of the everlasting light of Christ? And how dare we feel that it's okay to say a prayer asking Mary, what we call the Panagia, meaning saint of saints, to pray for us. I think that God knows a little bit better than we do as humans. And if God chose to bestow special honor to this woman, Miriam is actually the Hebrew name, and then it's verified by her cousin Elizabeth, who had no idea about what happened with Mary and the miracle, God is trying to tell us through the Gospels that she's a pretty important person. Now, our Protestant brothers and sisters would say, well, what did Jesus say before the Sermon on the Mount, where he essentially says, you're not my family. The people who come to hear what I have to say is my family. They'll try to use that to rebuke and say, Mary was only a vessel and once Jesus took off and went on his ministries, Mary, Joseph, his brothers, whether we believe that they are his physical blood brothers or however you want to look at that, because the word could mean cousins. Um, Jesus said, essentially, my family are those around me. My family are here with me. Why do Protestants need to interpret that the way they do? Because to me, what that is saying is, you're no, you're no more of an important part of my family than everyone else who's here, but you're still a part of my family. And he recognizes her on the cross. He knows how much she is grieving and says, mother, behold your child, child, behold your mother, to the disciples standing with Mary at the crucifixion. If Mary wasn't important, if Mary didn't have a special purpose, why would Jesus take the time in an agonizing crucifixion where you're suffocating, where you're breathing, you are literally dying because the weight of gravity is pulling everything downward and you can't support, you can't support your body. Think of how agonizing that must be. So the things that Jesus said during this crucifixion were clearly important. Abba, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? He knew he was going to Hades to save the souls who had left. And in that brief moment, maybe God had to turn away so that Jesus could pay the penalty. And here's some theology that us Catholics don't like, but I'm sorry, the atonement theology has to take place somehow. Because without atonement, 
without Jesus being the Auguste, without Jesus being the Lamb who replaces our ancient sacrifice, we would all be unworthy to go up and receive communion. In fact, our, our Western uh, Catholic brothers and sisters say before every communion reception, we have a beautiful prayer that says similar the same thing, Lord, remember me not my condemnation, but to my healing of soul and body. I love it. It's beautiful. Sometimes I'm almost crying back there. But our Western Catholic brothers and sisters say it succinctly. And they say it again from the gospel. Lord, I am not worthy that thou should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Without Christ dying, we would not have redemption. Without Christ not going to Hades and trampling the gates of hell, which we will be singing here in a few weeks. Thank you. Two weeks. We would have no salvation. The gates of hell would be locked. And if we are sent there, there is no redemption. Only separation and eternal suffering because of our not being with God. But Christ wouldn't be possible without Mary, who we call in our tradition Theotokos, meaning not Mother of God, as our lovely Western Catholic brothers and sisters like to interpret it. To us, it's a more personal, more devotion title. It literally means carrier or bearer of God. Let's think of that word, tokos, to, to bear something. It doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to carry my backpack down the street. It doesn't just mean, oh, I'm going to pick up a baby and carry them to their cradle. It means, oh, I'm going to bear and suffer with you. Oh, I'm going to bear the same cross that you bear. Mary went through immense suffering for the sake of her son. She loved him so much and was with him to the end, crying at his feet on the cross. To my Protestant brothers and sisters whom I love, Dad, I love you. You're a Protestant minister. You're great. But let's talk about Mary for a second. We, we try to, we have brothers and sisters in the Christian body, greater body, who say, yes, she was important because she gave birth to Jesus. And they make it sound like that's where it ended. Like she, she gave birth, she rode out of Bethlehem back on that donkey, and she's like, peace out, my job's done. Let it be according to thy will, I'm done, I did according to your will. No. Mary, I believe, through the leading of the Holy Spirit, but through true devotion, followed Christ constantly through his ministry. She's seen it, the, the Sermon on the Mount. She's seen several times throughout the, his ministries, and she is seen at the most crucial point in his life where everyone has forsaken him including the person who he would set to be the cornerstone of the church. The person who said, no, I could never deny you. And yet, before the cock crowed, he denied him three times. Mary was one of his only true disciples who stood there with him at his feet 
and witnessed, witnessed his physical death, who witnessed the separation of Christ, the natures being separate for those three days. How profound is that that we can just say, she was important, but let's not talk about her. Even Protestant churches to this day say the Apostles' Creed, which says, I believe in the communion of saints. Saints in the ancient church were two things, the followers who are living and the followers who are dead. We believe in the communion of saints. We believe that they have passed on to be with the Father and Mary, and that they can pray for us on that side. Now, I don't know about you, but if I have a friend who's close to a church, they're physically close to a church, and I say, can you go say a prayer for me, versus a friend who's at work, and I say, can you go say a prayer for me, I'd rather that the person who's close to the church say the prayer. Because God says that he is with his people, where two or three of you are gathered in my name, there I am also. And it's not about the space. It's about the gathering of people. And so in the same way, if we have people praying for us that are right there in the heavenly kingdom with God, and we have people here praying for us, I have an inkling the message might travel a little bit faster if we ask them to help pray for us too. And Mary is the saint of saints, the Panagia, because like with Christ, with following him, with being his devout mother, she suffered through every step of the way. Now, of course, she was human. She doesn't have two natures. She, she, but she did her best. And she never left his side even unto his death. Let that sink in. To my Protestant brothers and sisters, the next time you want to say Mary is not important because she did her deed and left, please go read the Gospels again. Please go look at who was there. And in fact, there are some parts in the Bible that are a little uncomfortable for us because it does sound like Jesus is kind of rebuking his mom. Like the wedding at Canaan. She goes, hey, they're out of wine. This could make our family or our family friends, we don't know, but generally if you're attending a wedding, you're a part of the extended family. This could make our family look bad. Come on, do the wine. And Jesus is standing right there going, Mom! And she says to the, to the uh, servants, go do what he tells you to do. She was a part of his ministry all the way through. And so on this day when we acknowledge the Annunciation, I ask all Christians to reflect, think. Was Mary just a vessel? Or was Mary the Theotokos, the Christ bearer? Just like bearing Christ physically before she gave birth to him, she bore his, his pain and some of his suffering and she did take up her cross and follow him. And unlike his disciples, or most of his disciples, she followed him to the end. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you felt blessed by the message and would like to join us, come and see by joining us for worship every Sunday in the Faith Hall at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in the Colony, Texas. You can also find out more information about us and leave us a donation if you feel so called to support our ministry, or you can join our member registry and subscribe to our newsletter by going to prodigalsonecc.org. We can also be found on Facebook by going to facebook.com forward slash prodigalsonecc and on Instagram at prodigalsonecc. Thank you and God bless.